<laughs> so, so Grace, what have you been reading? Yes. It's an excellent question. Once the cat gets off my notes, <laughs> it'll be it will be <laughs> it won't make much of a difference really because there are God, a lot I hope on the there. notes are just incredibly smudged by cat butt. I have pried the notes out from oh, under good. the cat. Who is glaring at me? I have multiple notes for this fic because I got it wrong the last you time. You don't have to say that. That's fine. Because okay. <laughs> it didn't happen last time because we're recording it now. Yeah. There was no last time, was it's, there? It's fine. It's just... I mean, you're, you're ratting on yourself here. <laughs> I am transparent. Yeah, I think okay. it's important that we need to let the listeners know that we're not to be trusted under any circumstances. <laughs> That's, That's a terrible endorsement. Yeah, that that way we can't get blamed when shit goes wrong. It's like you were you were fucking warned. <laughs> we are sometimes reliable. It just so happens this was not one of those times. This is our second attempt at recording because Grace misunderstood the homework. And I still I've still misunderstood the homework, yeah. but with less notes. You're welcome. I haven't <laughs> for some reason. During my migraine, I got really grumpy, and I've written read chapter plus notes <laughs> under the title and the name of the person I need so to So you were so angry at yourself that you, you were so ready to spite your future self I've, that you wrote... I fucking spited myself. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Okay. Okay, but I'm going to do my best because I've got plucky You've spirit. You've got luck and pluck on and your side. I need size. to dig myself out of this hole I've dug and I will crawl out any way I You've can. You've got luck, okay. pluck and rage. That's it. That's okay. it. <laughs> I guess that's what we're calling this episode. So, how have your Christmases been so far? Because this is going out at Christmas time, but this is... Ah, uh, yes, is we're definitely recording after Christmas. Um, well, I... We can't be recording after Christmas. Ah, uh, yeah, well, no, it's, it's been good. I've um, I've just stepped out of my chauffeur-driven Bentley <laughs> to have a look at the new Gulfstream jet that my girlfriend very kindly bought me. Uh, we've had champagne and caviar. <laughs> and now we're flying off to Cannes because, you know, because we can, I suppose. Oh, mm. very good. I'm surprised you're not stopping at my new Cayman Island villa that you were. Oh, did that, that come I've through? Just bought with my Christmas funding. Oh, fabulous. No, that's great. That's great. This, this show no longer pays taxes. Hey! <laughs> Cha-ching. Fabulous. Yeah, if you're listening to this after the Christmas wasteland hellscape yep. that we've all found ourselves in. Welcome to the shipping forecast. It's either going to go very well or very badly, so I'm just going to say that one out loud. Do we want to make a topical joke about Christmas parties? Oh, <laughs> um, actually, I have sort of noticed um, the two people who I have noticed who are really laying into uh, our current government at the minute are actually Ant and Deck. Really? On I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. It's quite funny. Children's TV, sh- formerly children's TV, now reality TV show. Yeah, hosts Anton Deck. Yeah, that's it. Who are now? They're... Who are now being hyper? <laughs> Maybe they're going to run. I don't know for, about uh, the other one, office. but one got off with drunk driving. Yes, she did. Yeah, right. actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh... <laughs> Which isn't as bad as having a Christmas party during lockdown. I mean, yeah, he'd fit right in. He's just upset he's not there, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. Oh dear. 
Though in the same boat at a similar time, the um, president? Prime minister? I think prime minister of Finland was found going to a nightclub in the last oh, couple of okay. days. Oh, they're not open. They are open. And also require two vaccinations to get in because they have a vaccine passport set up. I'm, I'm guessing he didn't. She and... No, she's been double-jabbed. Oh, okay. and... So why isn't she allowed in a nightclub, James? What's going on? I'm saying she has been double-jabbed. That's why she's allowed in. Okay, so what's the deal? I don't know. There's just sort of drama. There's drama because... she went to... Cause... She went... She legally <laughs> went to a nightclub. Yeah, and there's drama. I know, right? You're allowed yeah. a life, just... It's, it's like, faux fucking <laughs> I know. It just makes me think that I wish I had the problems that the Finnish... I wish my government had the problems that the Finland government had. Yeah, shock, shock because... horror, grown woman does perfectly legal activity. Yeah. 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 And they have their shit together. Still, we all took the piss out of... Uh, was it Michael Gove when he was spotted in a nightclub? Yes. When he... <laughs> He had a messy breakup and was just found at a rave in Edinburgh. Yeah, like... Oh. <laughs> saying, I don't have to get... I think he said, I don't have to pay to get in, I'm part of the government. <laughs> <Something like> that. <laughs> I could be talking shit. If I am, I'm sorry, Michael Gove. Uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of Scotland, you know they had that uh, climate meeting in uh, Scotland? Oh, yeah, uh, COP26. Apparently, yeah, apparently uh, when the president was driving in um, driving in there, uh, like they rent down this back road or something, and in a hedge, standing naked, it was just this Scotsman, <laughs> like just just staring, nice. and the, like, the driver's like, "Welcome to Scotland, Mister President." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, the Scots! <laughs> <laughs> they know how to give a warm welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, this is a bit political for our opening, isn't it? I realise, yeah, that is partially my fault. You said worse, like pissing on Margaret Thatcher's grave. So shut up. That was. This is actually quite tame. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> it's yeah. incredibly no, that's tame. Fair. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I'll carry on then. The the one thing I liked about the the COP twenty four, uh, there was a video because uh, AOC tried Iron Brew for the first time. Oh, okay. Who's AOC? American politician. Oh, okay. Who is kind of young and social yes. media savvy? Is she okay now. Uh, she is fine. She just had it. Was like, oh shit, this is great. Oh, okay. T- well, I tell you what, I'm willing to bet they've released that video, but not the other one of them all trying <laughs> butt fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, if AOC tried butt fast, <laughs> thus she'd be on a on a way back to America to you know just what? have a fight. Yeah, butt with... fast shouldn't be drunk in America. <laughs> Anybody just. No buckfast in a country with guns. Oh yeah, yeah there's, yeah, there's <laughs> that a point. Is, that is yeah. a dangerous combination. <laughs> buckfast and legal access to firearms. But then again, it can be argued uh, that the Scottish don't have guns because they don't That's need true. them. Uh, for anyone listening who hasn't um, <laughs> tried buckfast or isn't familiar with the tonic wine, um, if you've read the mm. book uh, The Strange Case of jo- Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, it's a very similar concoction. <laughs> In fact, I would say it's an identical concoction. That's it. Like, um, if you want to get absolutely rat-ass shit-faced and mm-hmm. power through till the morning, Buckfest is your drink. It will make you fight someone, though. Yes. Was it one of you two telling me that they, they released yes. a load of police reports and they found that 
Buckfast was in loads of statements of, of It fights. was in one third of the report police reports released by the Glaswegian Police oh Department. Oh my god, so it's responsible for a third of the violent crimes in Glasgow. Yeah, in 2008 or something like that. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> it's potent stuff. <laughs> and it has a bit of a reputation. It is. Ah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, and and uh, it's, it's true. I tried, tried to fight one of our <laughs> yeah. friends. I tried to fight the biggest person in the room, mm-hmm. and I just bounced off. Yes. Him. <laughs> that, oh, thank that you. Was a, sense of humor. Yeah, that, that was at my housewarming about <laughs> two years ago now. Yeah, I spilled a load of alcohol on your new car. Yeah, you did. And then I tried to fight someone. <laughs> And everyone else behaved <laughs> remarkably well. It was it was really funny though because like you you tried to fight somebody but like you spilt beer and I went to get a cloth and you followed me and you were like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm really sorry and I'm like don't worry about it I'll wipe up <laughs> oh I'm sorry it's new and I was like you've just been trying to fight somebody what the fuck's going on? <laughs> well you own the house he doesn't. Ah I see. <laughs> <laughs> I know what side my bread's buttered on. <laughs> he's he's just a baker. <laughs> he yeah he a, a very a very packed muscular baker <laughs> <laughs> who looks like he's slap he's tried to slap a customer for getting funny about sausage rolls and I thought oh for the for the listeners' benefit um the person that Grace tried to fight um quite a good friend of mine he's he's quite stocky like. You know, you, you you wouldn't want to tangle him. Uh, Grace basically weighs about six stone wet through. Yeah. So <laughs> it it was really funny to watch that because <laughs> he just stood there. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think at one point he did. No, he was sat down. I was trying to pick a fight with him. We were about the same height, and then he stood up. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding. Yes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Oh man. Oh, sorry. We didn't get to properly like meet at no, your wedding, but here fight. I am now. Yeah. On the fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> it should yeah. just be a yearly Gross thing now. Him. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's let's try and rein this back in. <laughs> yeah, we're having far sorry, too much fun. Yeah. So, this is a special episode. And, yeah, we've been reading things over the holidays as well. We have. We should probably talk about those things. It honestly isn't 12th of December whilst we're recording this. (laughs) You know what, I'll start putting sleigh bells in every now and again to remind us that it's Christmas outside and not... Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. It's not like two weeks before. We haven't done any of our shopping and... Mm I'm not taking my chauffeur-driven Bentley to look at the Gulfstream jet. I'm taking that's my crappy Suzuki Swift to look at the turkey dinner. Grace, so. did... And that's not snow outside. Someone blew up a crack. <laughs> so that's one bit of banter we can do. Grace, are Ooh. you enjoying your Christmas present? Ah, yes. yes. yes so yes, yes, Grace's yes. car only has one uh, album in it for the CD player. and It was an album from the uh, 2008 Ooh. 2000 and great, don't be 2008. Yeah. It's the top boom. hits of 2008. <laughs> and 2008 wasn't a good year for music if those were the top hits. No. How dare you? I love that rap rendition of Tiny Dancer. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. 
by Chip So Monk. I burned Grace a CD of mine and Nick's childhood banging tunes from our yes. from our emo phases in 2007, 2008. Because I don't um, think Grace was yeah, an emo back then. The first thing that came on was was the darkness. Mm-hmm. I believe in a. Yeah. Oh, oh, what a yeah, yeah! I haven't listened to the darkness in years. <laughs> yeah. I think that's your revisit. That yeah, it's oh man, it's a good track list. <laughs> yeah. So you enjoyed the CD. <laughs> I don't know what the second one was because it was too quiet because all of them are different oh, volumes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what I believe in a thing called love was the loudest, so I had to turn it down. The second one, I turned it up as high as it would go. I could barely make okay. out what was going on. Then the third one came in and almost blew my ears off because that was the metal version of You Spin mm-hmm. Me Right Round <laughs> by Dead or Alive. And... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then at some point, uh, Glory Hammer came on. I was just like, oh my god. Okay, remind me to go back in this? and remix some of these so they're similar volumes. I think on the, plus the second side. one, it might have been... So I've, I've got the list up, but I had to cut a few from the CD. It was possibly... Um... Oh wait, no. Hold on. Let's see, I believe in a thing called... It might have been I'm Not Okay. <laughs> yes, or it might have been oh, "Bury the Light" from the Devil May Cry Five soundtrack. Uh, I'm not very familiar it with was, that one. I'm... It's Virgil's theme. I like Devil mm. Trigger. That was a good, that was yep. good to find on there. So on on the plus side, um, while uh, Jim was testing this, I finally found a use for the stack of Asda blank CDs, which I've kept for yeah. about ten years. I sent Nick one of the CDs as a hey, just test see if this does work. Yeah. But Nick got the, the Eurobeat one. No, I got the mashup. Oh, mashup. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, you sent me the mashup okay. one. There are more CDs to come, Grace, that we'll have Ooh. to talk about in another episode now that it's been mentioned. <laughs> so we're yeah. doing something different this episode. Oh, right, yeah. And so normally we pick a topic for a month and then we focus on that. But as we're only doing the one episode, uh, we thought it would be a good idea just to talk about things we've been reading. Hmm. Just sort of go through any fix that we, that we really like the look of and just sort of just focus on any fandom that we've been kind of mentally invested in in the last it's a, week or so. It's a revisit episode. It's, it's a revisit. Um, not a clip a bit, show. That's very different. Yeah, not a clip show. It's a... Um, if it were an anime, it'd be a bit in the anime where they're on their journey, but they stop and they think about how far they've come and the memories they've made along the way. Yeah. Pretty much just before the final boss fight, or where, where wherever they get, you know, wherever they're mm-hmm. going to get to. That makes sense, especially since the episode that we're starting, season three, with just a bit of a hint, will be a final boss for us because it will be completing a trinity. There's a hint for you. For ah, yes. Content. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's the one we know least about. I think isn't it, it is. That's why yeah. I'm putting it off. Absolutely. <laughs> Until you can binge watch the entire fucking however yeah. many seasons 20. of Christmas. Twenty seasons. Yeah. Oh Bollocks my god. Doing that. I'm not. We're not watching all of that show. Oh, just to just to confirm. Luckily, a lot of the characters are from the Bible or mythology. So yeah, that don't mean oh. shit. That won't mean shit, will it? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that uh, Good Omens got. <laughs> renewed 19 times? Yeah, it did. It had, a re- had an ending no one liked involving Turbo Hell. 
Oh, wow. God. <laughs> like, so, see a Xerophil girl, that one. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, since we last covered Legend of Zelda, yes. I have actually played the game. Hey! Was it good? It was. Oh, oh good. I'm currently in the headspace that Grace was in when she was begging us to cover Legend of Zelda last year. Ah. <laughs> like I now see the appeal. I'm on board with all of the hype. Good. Yes. Good. So I went back to find some Legend of Zelda fanfiction. Hey, nice. But well, two there's two buts. First of all, I thought we were a bit heavy with Prince Sidon. Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> I I understand. Uh, like I don't think we would have been any heavier if we were all made of lead. <laughs> <laughs> like we we covered three fix and they were all Link Prince Sidon. Yes. I mean, I mean, I think that's justified. But all tell right. a lie. We two. Mine was a crossover with the Wii Fitness Trainer. Point yeah, exactly. is, our guide was yeah, somewhat. Two out of three. <laughs> your guide had taste. Uh, your gu- <laughs> Whoever the guide was, I can't remember now. It was, it was you, you Grace. Oh, it, was. <laughs> it was you. It was divine you were the, intervention. <laughs> you, you were the fucking subject matter expert. So, oh, okay, Grace, we may want we can divulge this into a tangent if you like, but I didn't in I didn't like the ending to Breath of the Wild. Okay, I thought Setting there were up for a second one. There were a lot of problems, and there were a lot of things I would have liked to see. So I spent my time scrolling Zelda. With fix it thick included. Ah, okay. Because there were a lot of things I wanted to see fixed. Okay. Most of them involve Mipha. She deserved better. She was robbed. Oh yeah, she was murdered horribly. Yeah. Oh. But I I would have preferred that she had a better ending. I'm not going to say any more to that. But unless you want to go into that, Grace. Uh, what better ending can I possibly give the fact that like. She's part of the plot in that she. I wanted them well all to be revived died. at the end. To be honest, I know he was the only one put into that little hot tub of like yeah. rebirth, wasn't he? But like, he no one else could fit. They only had one hot tub, and it was him. Mm-hmm. But I, I couldn't find anything that was just reviving them all and everything being good. But I did find this, which is what I'm going to talk about today. What the, okay. the prequel game? alternate timeline <laughs> so Nick well for the audience for anyone who's not played Legend of Zelda I'm gonna I'm just gonna begin by talking about the game itself okay so Legend of Zelda it's an open world game it's a bit like Skyrim and a bit like Fallout ah okay there is one crucial difference though the thing with Legend of Zelda that makes it unique compared to Skyrim is you can go fight the final boss at any time. Oh, I get it, okay. The place where you start and the place where you end is about a ten minute walk away. And the only thing stopping you from going there and just kicking Ganon's ass is you don't have the equipment. So, basically... Well, you don't have the skills as a player. You don't need the equipment. (laughs) Yeah, so it took me about 80 hours to beat Legend of Zelda. And it's basically like one long game, which is just a bunch of fetch quests. Then. It's a long game of you ga- getting ready, like getting extra hearts. Uh, and unlocking your past. Unlocking your past, solving mysteries, 
getting the holy sword that was chosen to kill Ganon. All of that took me about 80 hours. Yeah. But you can beat it in 26 minutes and 42 seconds, if you wish. Wow. (laughs) Because that is the speedrun time that it took to beat this game. And most of that was the tutorial. (laughs) And by a coincidence, that is the title of the fic we're looking at today. Oh. Oh. (laughs) This is 26 minutes and 42 seconds by T underscore 5 seconds. This fic is about the speedrun timeline. No! (laughs) (laughs) The summary is, Link speedruns the game at a record-breaking speed. What happens after a naked amnesiac with a soup ladle saves Zelda? (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, at the time of writing, the world record was 26 minutes 42 seconds. It is now 25 minutes and 54 seconds. What that speedrunners are just fucking insane. I love speedrunners. I could never yeah. do that content. It's nuts how fast they go through games and find weird glitches. This was inspired by a comic that you can take some time to look at. I quite like the image of Link. <laughs> but that is it's covered in the fic at the beginning. Yeah, just for Nick's benefit and for anyone who's not played Zelda, Legend of Zelda. Uh, at the at the very end of the game you fight Ganon, you kick his ass, Zelda is freed, and she comes up to you and goes, Link, I need to know, do you really remember me? All that kind of stuff, right? Right, okay. And that's how this fic begins. She goes, I need to know, do you really remember? And then she looks at Link. <laughs> Something's okay. off. And Link goes, hey, magic lady, got here as soon as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and, and that's when she sort of looks at him and she's kind of confused and yeah hang on it's not been that long since he woke up yeah no. it can't have been more than a day what's he wearing <laughs> <laughs> he woke up 20 minutes ago <laughs> Where, yeah, what are those right scars uh, where's your master sword was it destroyed in your account with Ganon and he stares blankly He's holding a soup ladle. A fucking soup ladle. <laughs> you defeat a cannon with a soup ladle. Did you fight him as you are? How are you alive? <laughs> he goes, I hit it with my stick. More than it hit me with its stick. Seems straightforward enough. <laughs> and the summing up of every single boss battle in game. Yeah. <laughs> she just stares at him blankly. And, she's like, and he's like, who, who are you? <laughs> Did you meet my dad? Did he tell you to go to Kakariko, which is the first area that you meant? Like, you do get a quest. It says, by the way, you might want to go here. This person will tell you all of the stuff about the world. Right, okay. Uh, Only this link just goes, what's a Kakariko? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And, yeah, this fic is just about Zelda looking after this link that has... Managed to he save. Does, save he doesn't him. need looking after. What the fuck? <laughs> he kind of does. In his own he way. doesn't. <laughs> this half half naked amnesiac who has woken up from like a hundred years slumber doesn't yeah. know what he's you know what he's fucking doing, but just decides. Well, right, he, all he knows is he has to defeat guy. the boss. Yeah, I've <laughs> got to go beat the shit out of this massive guy, and now he has done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like now what? <laughs> so he he's very good at fighting. But that is it. Excellent. 
And there's a bit immediately later on where they get a horse and Zelda turns to Link and says, what do you think we should name the horse? Name what? The horse. <laughs> What's a horse? What's a horse? This is a horse. <laughs> you rode it. <laughs> what, what should we call it? He stares at her blankly for a bit. He goes, mighty steamed fruit. Link, no. I can only assume mighty steamed fruit are involved in the speed run, like because might it's an item in the game, but it boosts yeah. your strength. I assume like that's that's the only thing he knows because the only thing he's done in the game is like I'll he's make this fruit. I will just made cannon. mighty steamed fruit. There's yeah, no way he'd have got his mitts on mighty steamed fruit, like on his journey. Oh yeah, he wouldn't have needed a banana, wouldn't he? Yeah, no fucking way. Oh, I don't know then. <laughs> Either way, that was just the first thing that comes with We're calling this horse Steam Fruits. I think he'd remember food over anything else. Yes, <laughs> probably it. It's the only thing he likes in the entire game. He won't smile unless he's fucking cooking something. The rest That's of the time true. is miserable. He loved... <laughs> the cooking is a very good part of that game, incidentally. <laughs> But yeah, they go back to the Shrine of Resurrection see what's up. I don't remember it being orange. Oh! I see why it's orange. He never actually got the Shrine of Resurrection on his fast travel. Right, okay. Because normally the shrines are blue when you've unlocked it as a fast travel point. Oh, I see. Right. So okay, she's yeah. like, why is it orange? How did you get out? What? Oh yeah, clip through the map. <laughs> <laughs> why is it called Shrine of Resurrection? It resurrects people? You know, brings people back from the dead and looks like, I died? (laughs) (laughs) He has no idea. This is brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, so the game just sort of carries on. Like, Zelda now sort of follows the quest line that is meant to rescue her, bringing Link with her, because... (laughs) Like, (laughs) she can't just leave him. She cannot leave him to his own devices. Because he will die. Yeah. He's defeated well, Evil well, Incarnate, no, but he will be die. Fine. Actually, no, he might starve to death, come yeah. to think of it. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> That's the last thing Link would do. <laughs> so yeah, they go, she goes, meets Impa. Impa's like, how, how are you alive? And she just gestures at Link vaguely. <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> Shit happened. They buy him some clothing, and... Oh my god. Link struggles. If let me just find. Yeah, out. Link looks like he's forgotten to put uh, how to put clothes on as well. When he when she comes back, Link has the shirt on correctly, the added armor on very incorrectly, no pants, and a boot on his head. It's covering his eyes. <laughs> she realized that he is asleep, like a cuckoo with his head under its wing. <laughs> so... Link seems confused by pants. She tells him to think of them like long underwear, and somehow it works. <laughs> So, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> There's a bit where they're chasing butterflies as well. That's very adorable as well. Like, I think this is the this is the fic that actually got me on board shipping Zelda and Link. Oh, okay. Like, I I don't. Well, a bit that didn't happen canonically. Yeah, in the game. like <laughs> they don't really have chemistry in the game, in my humble opinion. But <laughs> in this fic, they do. Oh. So they go to the Zora domain. First, um, they meet Prince Sidon. 
Hey. Link freaks out that there's a fish person. Zelda. No. Zelda. Zora. <laughs> no, that's Zora. Um, <laughs> my favorite description with Sidon. Sidon, after all this time, is still so eager. When Link, hey. asks, when Link asks him what a crab is, he doesn't bat an eye. <laughs> Quality character again. Yeah, quality character building in this fic as well. Yes, absolutely. So, they go rescue Mipha, who is Sidon's sister, for Nick's benefit. Yeah. Mipha, yeah, I remember you... Oh, sorry, yeah, there's the flashback. In, this happens in, in the game. When he sees a statue of Mipha, he suddenly gets his memories of her back. And, yeah, he's pleased with that. He gets the Zora armor, puts that on. They go fight the Lionel which Grace, I'm sure, can remember, is a tedious situation. You don't have to fight it. You can just creep around it. Yeah, it's one of those you're not supposed to do this head-on, sneak around, steal some of its arrows. Oh, I get yeah. it. That doesn't happen in this fic. Oh, of uh, course it doesn't. He doesn't care. He's, <laughs> he's already beat Ganon. The biggest bad <laughs> going. And the now he's got trousers that give him extra defense. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, he he defeats the Lionel in less than a minute. Yeah. He stares in confusion at the dropped items. Like, what is this? That's a Lionel's hoof. Oh, okay. Where's the rest of him gone? <laughs> you can Zelda said you can beat a Lionel that fast, but you don't know what a hoof is. And Link just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> Still kicked his ass. He's just been brought to life to fucking kill things. Yeah, <laughs> he has yeah. no idea about anything. God, he's, like, killing things. he's like Stitch. From he is. Yes. That's exactly what he's like in this fic. And, and she's just like, oh, Hannah means family, and he's having trouble adjusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they get into Divine Beast Van Ruder, do all the puzzles. Link just solves everything pretty quick as well. Uh, they get. Mipha's spirit is freed from the beast. Tent, because Ganon's already dead, like, releasing <laughs> Like, you don't have to do any of that fight. Right, okay. And yeah. thus, Mifra is still just around. And she's a ghost, but she's just kind of there. And she eventually follows them on their journey. Oh. And that's kind of how this fic goes through this. Like, they go do each beast. And then they gather the guardian spirits from. Not guardian, sorry. What are they called? The pilots. Grace, help me out. I've forgotten the name. What? Wait, the team. What? Champions. Champions, thank you. The spirit of each champion sort of sticks with um sticks with Link and Zelda as they travel. Oh, okay. Which is very useful because now now they can all talk together and that's kind of what I was here for, to be honest. More interactions with the champions. Hey, so they're nice. all having picnics and just chatting shit around the campfire. Yeah, that's more or less how this fit goes. Oh, um, that's nice. So instead of going through each of those, I'm just going to tell you about my favourite interactions with all what, of they, them. They decide to not go to the bird place. <laughs> no, they go to the they go to the bird place second to last. All right. So my favourite interaction immediately after getting Mirfa. Link asks, "What is that? Lava? What does it taste like? Bad, Link. Don't eat it." <laughs> 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 Zelda asks Miffa to keep an eye on him. There's a time skip. Miffa yells, Princess! <laughs> Zelda tackles Link. He's about six inches from the lava. 
Oh, for Christ's sake. Laughter is like liquid fire. It will burn you. Are you sure? Very. <laughs> oh, this is... He's just like this fucking wayward toddler. Yes, he is. <laughs> That's the size of a man and can speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and has never skipped leg day. Yes. <laughs> so Grace will like this bit that immediately comes after. Uh, Link just goes, what is this? They go, this is fireproof elixir. Since we're going to Death Mountain, we need them. So, for next minute. Um, Death Mountain. The, once you get there, it will burn you alive. You need to drink the fire elixir to get there. Right, I see. So, <laughs> Link downs the entire thing in one go. That was bad. And then Zelda says, you're supposed to spread it on your skin. <laughs> that works too, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you just chugged a load of sun cream. Maybe. That's my head cannon for how fireproof elixir is supposed to work in game. You are supposed to spread it on yourself before you go up to Death Mountain. Yeah, Link just fucking chugs Link, it. Link chugs it in game. He chugs it in this fic. And <laughs> oh, what a fucking no, yeah, because right, there is like uh, a woman who's up there who sells gems. Who does say like she's put it all over her. Ah, so she is wearing yeah. it like a sun cream, but no, <laughs> in game he is he's eating. In game it. you drink in, it. In game there is like a Gerudo woman who's there, and she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm slathered in it." But his animation for using fire proof elixir is him mm-hmm. just chugging it like oil. Nice, like from a bottle. It's just like so. Oh, I'm happy God. to believe that you are meant to cover yourself in fireproof elixir. And no one told Link. Yeah, because the air is fire, and it makes sense, but just chugging yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and he still does it. <laughs> still does mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that worked. What a sausage. What, what a fucking banana. Yeah. He's okay. he's not very bright in this, and I love it. <laughs> so yeah, they eventually get Daruk, who is a rock man. Okay. Uh, Link asks if it's possible to eat rocks. Daruk tells him that it is. <laughs> Because oh, no, because his people do eat rocks. Yeah, and like, like, it's just like, yeah. Hey, can you eat rocks? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'm gonna fucking eat rocks. I'm going to try and break yeah. my fucking teeth. Daruk deactivates his divine beast and joins them on their new journey. He tells Link what his favorite kind of rocks are. Link demands to try at least one before they leave. <laughs> to Zelda's horror, he eats it. Wow. <laughs> So next they get Rivali. Rivali's an asshole. We don't need to cover him that much. Uh, they go get him, and they're like, he's all Sundere, because he is, isn't he? He's like, oh, I suppose I could grace you with his presence. Azelda just glares at him, are you coming or not, Birdman? And <laughs> she eventually drags him along. Our next scene is Link just go. you just read and goes, ooh, ow. Ow. Link hesitates, pulling his hand back from the electric arrow, then inevitably <laughs> goes back in. Maybe this time... Ow! <laughs> Mepha! <laughs> Mepha ignores him. He's been doing this for an hour. She stopped healing him 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Don't touch the arrow, Link. It shocks you. <laughs> Can it, bird brain? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and then Link goes back to poking electricity. <laughs> Stunning display of competence. Yeah. <laughs> Which was just calling Rivalia bird brain. Yeah, Rivalia honestly, is a bird. 
I am um, going to use that, I think, stunning display of competence. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, next up, they get Obosa. And, yeah, the champions are all united. They go collect Link's memories, because that's the other main quest you're supposed to do before beating Ganon. Okay. Obosa um, and Daruk vote for, for going for whichever are closest. Uh, Rivali votes for getting him to remember the backwards. <laughs> and uh, Mifa, Zelda, and Link vote for doing them in order. And we see some very touching, like, we, we don't actually get the memories, we just get their reactions. And, yeah. There was, it's just, that was rude. It was. I'm sorry, Link. Hug, and then they hug. Which is oh, the time Zelda, Zelda was being rude to him. When they first meet. And. Did I ever try the frogs? No, I don't believe you did. I want to. Come on, let's go catch one. <laughs> Link oh, eats God. the frog hole. Miffa gags. <laughs> Rivali you... offers her a sympathetic pat. Can you eat the frogs in the game? Yes. You have to cook, turn them into an elixir first. Oh, I see. Ooh. Right, okay. I thought you could just eat them. No. Oh. Well, he does, and <laughs> Mithra's not impressed. Um, one of the last ones they get. Uh, hey, Zelda. Yeah, Link? Can I punch your dad? <laughs> he met him as a ghost, didn't he? This Link didn't. Uh, he fucking <laughs> ran straight past him. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Links, that's on the floor. At least I assume he did. He may have beaten the tutorial. I don't know. Uh, I'd have thought he'd have had to have got through the tutorial first. We're going to have to watch the speedrun and find out. Yes. So, yep, they eventually gather all the memories. Then the next stop is getting the Master Sword, which, of course, by now, Link is strong enough that he can lift the Master Sword out. Hey! <laughs> uh, it's then Zelda's birthday. I really liked this bit, actually. Um, so Zelda and Link have the same birthday, because they're both the chosen one and all of that stuff. Right, okay. Uh, they offer each other boxes of about the same size. Zelda opens hers first. It's a pendant, made mostly of sapphire. It depicts a winter wing butterfly. My favorite! Uh, Link opens his. His is a summer wing butterfly. It's partially topaz. This will stop him shocking himself so much. <laughs> Since they got matching gifts, she's beginning to suspect they both went to Miffa for ideas. Of course. <laughs> Which is very sweet. And then we cut forward. It's been a year since Ganon was defeated. They registered the Shrine of Resurrection on their fast travel. Hmm. which is the first one you're meant to get. <laughs> and they've done it last. Yeah, so a year later, they've saved the world, they've got Link's memories back, he's now, a, seems to be a well-adjusted human. Mm. Like, okay, let's register the first point on the fast travel system. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> and they live happily ever after. Oh, that's nice. And, yeah. So, this got me on board with Zelda slash Link. Yeah, that was that was kind of fluffy. As yeah, I am normally I'm normally in the Link Mepha camp. Yeah. But yeah. 
So this was solid, and I'm very impressed. So thank you, T underscore five seconds, for giving me this. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel sad now because it's kind of like the ending I wanted. Like, even Dumb Link would have been fun. Like, maybe you know, it'd just be nice to have like the champions back yeah. and not manning the guns on the on the thing stuck in their yeah, little prisons and all that. Just having the champions be sassy with you would have been good. Oh, like even if it was. Yeah, it's quite a lonely game actually because you're by mm. yourself the entire time. And like maybe you've got horse with you, but no one really travels with you. You've got the horse, and every now and again Zelda will contact you telepathically. Yeah, but that's only in plot points. That's the true. rest is just wandering about. Well, no, every now and again she'll go, Link, be careful! It's the Blood Moon, and I oh, always yeah. find it funny because so, yeah. I feel like that's meant to give you like a sense of urgency, and I always felt really guilty because she'd go, Link. Come to me, I'm in the castle. The blood moon's happening, be careful. And then I just go back to farming apples. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's really freaky when that first happens because it does not tell you what the fuck's mm. going on. And like the, re- the sky goes dark, the piano starts being played backwards and it's just like, oh my god, what have I done? What have I not? <laughs> There's nothing like opening a chest you found somewhere as it yeah. starts happening and you think you've done something so, <laughs> and like you just My first blood oh, moon god. in this game. Uh, for Nick and anyone who's not played it, the Blood Moon happens like once every like five or six days or something, and okay. twelve days. Twelve days. Okay, thank you. And everything, all the monsters become stronger for a night, and all the resources in the game reset. So. Yep, and also all the monsters, all the monsters reset. So if you've literally just finished killing a Lionel, one of the hardest monsters in the game, and the Blood Moon comes up. Mate, another one is just suddenly mm-hmm. respawned at your feet, ready respawned to fuck you out. That would be yes. infuriating. Mm. Yes, so my first, <laughs> my first blood moon, I just sat down at one of the camps and hit sleep until morning. So it was like... <laughs> oh, I've done that. So then Zelda's <laughs> like, oh, the blood moon, be careful, be careful. And Link's just... <laughs> just snoring away, just like, oh. <laughs> and then then you wake and you up wake and you've up missed surrounded it. By <laughs> it's like, oh great, okay, no blood moon for me. <laughs> God, I'm glad I wasn't so... outside. Something evil might have happened. Yeah, but on the other hand, if if you like were sitting and had one of those naps by a camp with loads of monsters, come the morning they waited for That's you to true. wake up, and now you're awake. They're quite charming, and they're like, ah, oh, now he's awake. Now yes. we can beat the shit out of him. Now he's surrounded by. We may be servants of Ganon, but we're dignified about this. We'll we will wait. We'll wait for oh. him to wake up, put his armor back on, brush his teeth, then we oh. fight. Okay, so it's a bit like um, battles in Fallout, where the enemies are polite enough when you get low on health to sort of like let you take a breather to chuck seventeen bottles of soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they also do that in Breath of the Wild. Actually, no, hang on. You're not actually asleep when you're sat by the fire. You're 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 just crouching, staring off into the distance, and then they respawn, and then they're just looking at you, and you're just like, still as a statue. Hang on. Does Link sleep? They must think you're one of those street acts. <laughs> Grace. <laughs> and then suddenly you snap into consciousness and run does, off. Does Link sleep? Yes. Oh. Just not when you're sitting time skipping okay. by the not on not on camera. <laughs> only when he's on a only when he's in a oh, bed does yeah, he of course, actually I sleep. About the hotels. 
So yeah, you can you can be running around for days on end, <laughs> just staying alive, eating like cooked nuts and shit, and that'll keep you awake. That's, that's <laughs> even funnier. Like Link getting to a settlement and being like, "I haven't slept in twelve days. Find me a I fucking mean, bed." <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, you could get through the whole game without sleeping once. <laughs> this is what I mean about him being feral. Incidentally. Oh, he is absolutely he's, feral. he's an insomniac as well. Yeah, as well as being dumb as a sack <laughs> of in this He only eats eats when his health is incredibly low. Okay, hmm. and when he then he'll just chug like three fish and an entire <laughs> bucket of apples that he was carrying with him. Yeah, pretty much. Or a set of pancakes that he made earlier for the occasion. Oh man! Like, yeah, he's he's a weird feral child. <laughs> Much like a Skyrim protagonist, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Honestly, I don't know why people make health potions anymore because, like, it's like, oh, quick, get to the health potion, health potion. No, 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 just quick, just keep giving me apples, and I'll just stuff my face <laughs> on the inventory screen, and then I'll zip back into yeah. real life. That's what yeah, I do. It's fine. Just um, bear yeah. with me, Mr. Enemy, while I uh, eat this entire crate of tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a lobster thermidor <laughs> my name on it. Give me yes. a minute. <laughs> Nick, what have you been yeah. reading? Uh, okay, so... Basically, at the minute, work is uh, kicking my ass right now. Um, there's lots to do and stuff, so I haven't had... A lot of time to sit down and, uh, you know, pick something quite substantial. However, I decided to go back to one of the fandoms we've done, and I found a crossover with another of the fandoms we've done, so it synced up quite nicely. I am shocked you picked this fandom. (laughs) I could not have seen this coming at all. This was a complete blindsider that you picked (laughs) Fast and Furious, the car one. (laughs) Nick... Are you a fan of cars? I don't think you've brought this up before. <laughs> nah, I, I don't like them really. Okay, good. We can move on. Yeah. I'm not particularly into them really, you know. They only sort of occupy all my working moments and all my spare money. But there we go. I, I can see why that puts you off. Oh. <laughs> yes. I'm just reading the, the notes for this. This looks to be a crossover with the hobby that takes up all my spare money. James Bond? No. No, but that is the fandom that uh, it is crossed over with. Uh, Okay, so uh, for the benefit of uh, our dear listeners, um, this is called Players in the Game by Lady Lustful. And the summary states that M has been the victim of an attack, but she has an unexpected ally at her side. Because out of all the terrorists out to get MI6's goat, there is no greater force in their arsenal than the force of family. Yeah. <laughs> this is a crossover between oh, James no. Bond and and the Fast and the Furious. Uh, of course, anybody who sort of knows about Vin Diesel, uh, like in real life, he's a massive nerd. Mm-hmm. Absolute massive nerd. Plays D&D, the works, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, he um, came back to the Fast franchise on the condition that they would give him the rights to the Riddick movies because he wanted to make more of them because I'm sure they were based on his D&D character. Yeah, the character Riddick is based yeah. on his drow rogue. Yes, 
Oh so, my god. It would be a drow rogue, wouldn't it? Drow are dark elves, for those that don't <laughs> play Dungeons and Dragons. Why don't you pick the edgiest yeah. one? <laughs> I mean, every- yeah. Okay, Grace, everyone plays an edgy rogue at one point or another. I've never played I've an never edgy played rogue. an edgy oh, anything. Okay. Your your time <laughs> will yeah, come you're eventually. You're the edgy one, James. We're really grounded. We both play barbarians <laughs> and shit. <laughs> I just play fucking idiots on yeah. all my playthroughs. Yeah, we're working class <laughs> minus nine intelligence <laughs> muscle heads. Yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, we found these magic beans. What would you like to do? I would like to eat them, please. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> all we've all we've got is HP. And my god, are we going to walk into everything and anything we get so, thrown at? <laughs> yes, maybe stealth, we'll, never heard of her. Maybe we'll do a D&D Stories <laughs> podcast as a bonus episode, but Nick shat out an entire Egyptian pyramid at one point. Yes, I did. Because he ate the magic beans. And Yep, I also killed Hitler with a flung turd. You did. But again, that's, that's another... Uh... That was a hell of a game. And that's why you play Barbarian, because only a Barbarian can survive that <laughs> Yeah, I think I was playing a barbarian actually in that campaign. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into this. So basically, our author, Lady Lustful, she just had this idea of you know Vin Diesel and James, uh, Dame Judi Dench playing tabletop games together. Nice. And of course, uh, if you've seen the, the the Fast movies, Dom Toretto and family, they get away with a lot, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. like um, the, the, all the fucking parachuting out of planes and blowing shit up, and I saw them fight a cyborg. Yeah, once. no one's ever run their numbers registration. Oh. Yeah, that's to be like, right, we we need to lock these guys up. There was some serious like disorderly driving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. They never get arrested for anything really. The author is filling in a plot hole here. Um, you know, they ask themselves, how does Toretto get away with it all, and concluded. He plays D&D with the head of MI6. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, nice. And also, as further emphasised mm. by the fact that the Bond movies and the Fast and the Furious universe are about the same level of serious. So they must yeah. be the same universe. <laughs> so, And that would imply... Sense. Sorry, I'm just finishing this sentence. That would imply this is in the same universe as Primeval. And I can't fault that logic. And Yeah. Not only that, I would love to see Fast and Furious crossover with Primeval at some point. Oh, if... Could you imagine using cars to try and herd a fucking T-Rex back into the portal? (laughs) It'd just be like all those family memes that you've been seeing where fucking Dom Toretto turns up and saves the day in various other films. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I think I saw him in The Lion King in the latest one I saw. That film has a lot oh, about no. family, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Basically, you know where uh, you know where Scar um, chucks Mufasa off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Spo- what, spoiler does... alert, by the way, Mufasa dies. Oh, um, does Dom fucking drive by in the stampede with the pickup truck and catch him? <laughs> yeah, basically, Dom turns up and his fucking no. Dodge Charger flying through the air. You know, like you oh, don't need to be king when you've got family. He catches fucking Mufasa and Simba and they drive off into the sunset. Jobs are good. <laughs> oh my <Wow>. god. <laughs> oh my god. So one thing I'd like to encourage before we get in. Hmm. There's a tag here that isn't used nearly often enough and that is oh, that is crack bromance. Yes. I was okay. really hoping we could do a full episode on that and call it uh, I don't know, something about Lady Gaga. <laughs> 
You and me can write a crack bromance. I uh, I, oh, can, whoa, whoa. I can hear it in my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. Sadly, so Good. can I. What do you mean, sadly? That's a banger. Yeah, it is. Um, no, it is. But like, it's the first song that comes on on my two thousand and eight. CD in my car. No, that so did late. It's the one good song on your CD romance. in that case. That didn't happen fucking it did. 13 years I'm ago sorry. now. Lady Gaga was 2008. Um, oh, Jesus wept. Yeah. Oh, okay. I only know it from 2008 because the Black Eyed Peas saying it's 2008, 2000 great, not 2000 <laughs> late, or whatever the fuck it was with that line. And then it says boom, boom, power, and it's all good. <laughs> Yeah, that fucking broke me when I first put that CD in my car. I was like, oh my god, this is... Uh. <laughs> I am not surprised. If I ever get a ride with you anywhere, I'm going to frisbee it out the window at the earliest opportunity. How dare you? There's bangers <laughs> yeah, on Lady there. Yeah, Lady Gaga's on there. absolute bangers. There is one banger. Fair enough, Lady Gaga's on there, but Grace, have you discovered Spotify? Not my car hasn't. Okay, so one thing I've noticed about this fic just before... Oh, damn it, no, I was wrong. It says Craig movies. What do you mean? I was really hoping, because it didn't say which James Bond, that we could just assume this was Sean Connery. Aww. Roger Moore. No, Sean Connery would be better voice, because then we can read, we can go, ah, Dominic Toretto, international wanted car thief. What are you doing here? <laughs> and you trust him, Bosch. Anything with Daniel Craig is now 100% ruined for me, because I recently watched a film called The Mother, where he is like a... a uh, a handyman, and he bangs someone's <laughs> mum, his girlfriend's mum, and it is—it's a bit graphic. Daniel and, it's, Craig and I was like, "That Hunter. isn't Daniel Craig." And mum was like, "That's Daniel Craig." I was like, and then the credits roll. I was like, "That's Daniel Craig." <laughs> so, oh God! <laughs> I really enjoy Daniel Craig in comedy movies. Is it is it oh. the juxtaposition of all the fucking seriousness? No, I just think he's a really good comedy actor. Oh, wow, I'm specifically okay. thinking of the film Logan Lucky here. Right, I haven't seen that one. Oh, Nick, you'd love Logan Lucky. It's about um, it's about that. F- What's that race called in America? Derby. The one, the, the one uh, down south in America. That the redneck one. Oh, I don't know. We don't. I don't know my American. It's not the Cannonball races. Run, is it? No, like the big, the big redneck one. NASCAR. I yeah, it's NASCAR. It's legally distinct NASCAR. I thought you said it was horse no, racing. No, car race. Oh, okay. That's oh, Logan, Logan okay. Yeah. Let me just do yeah. a quick Google. If you had said car race and not horse race the first time, oh, I would have said NASCAR. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a heist movie about NASCAR, where they break in and they steal yeah, they all the money send... at NASCAR. Yeah, they used to put all the money through these little <laughs> tubes and then they rerouted yes. it. Oh, them vacuum tubes. I remember playing yeah. with them at um, Eureka in Halifax. Yeah, they break into <laughs> where the vacuum tubes go and Daniel Craig is the explosives expert. Uh, His yeah, name is Joe Bang. He's this aggressively bisexual man who just flirts with everyone. <laughs> it's, he's so funny in that film. Like, Wow! Honestly, like, yeah, best... Didn't they get away with it? They did, yeah. It's surprising that they actually get away with heist in heist films, because mm-hmm. usually they get caught as a sort of, now don't you try this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's not it, It's not um, legally distinct NASCAR, it literally is NASCAR. Oh, even better. So, yeah, oh there we go. So it's him, Adam Driver, and, oh I'm blanking on his name. He normally plays meatheads though. 
Look at Seth MacFarlane's in this. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the three like Hollywood hunks playing <laughs> like goofy redneck characters, and oh, brilliant! It's really funny. Yeah. Is Adam Driver a Hollywood hunk? He absolutely his, his is. His shirtless debut didn't go as well as. They oh yes, he, Star Wars it. wasn't as successful, but I think Adam Driver is technically a Hollywood hunk. Yeah, he, he's good looking. It's just a shame they cast him as a frig yeah. in the. Uh, but he's definitely better in, in films that are not Star Wars. As almost. Including yeah. this, I suppose. Yeah, he's really good in uh, Logan Lucky. Mm. If you think Adam Driver is a hunk, write in to the fanshipping forecast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> It's just kind of become a running thing now, and I'm I'm enjoying making it recover. Yeah, but you you sound like cosmopolitan clickbait. That's part. That's I'm deliberately trying to. (laughs) In that case, I'll try too, and you'll least suspect it when it comes up. Okay, so Nick, tell us about this fic before we get too sidetracked. Okay, so uh, our chapter one. For this fic does have multiple chapters. 007 uh, is rushing to his boss's office that there was an attack. There were no victims reported, but of course he has to be sure that M's okay. But you know, he he, he bursts mm-hmm. in. Uh, M is sitting at a table, perfectly healthy and perfectly calm, and accompanied by a muscular, bald-headed, bronze-skinned man in a sleeveless vest, <laughs> whom he immediately recognises as Dominic Toretto, internationally wanted car thief. <laughs> What are you doing? What here? are you doing here? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, Dom's like, only in this identity, <laughs> in my other identity, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> he dropped in for a game. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I think of Dame Judy Dench, I only think of her like from the best exotic Marigold Hotel and not the fucking cold faced killer that she yeah. is in <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Dom Toretto has dropped in to play game, but to play game of D and D with a head of MI six. <laughs> uh, Roll for they're initiative. Having, <laughs> they're having tea, so yeah. Of course, Double O Seven's like you know, and you trust him, and Dom's like, you have no idea how important the friendship of the head of MI six is to a fugitive of myself. I owe her. I will protect her. I can see that in a fucking Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. That's some dialogue there, like in Fast 10 Your Seatbelts or whatever the next one's going to be. They've got to call it Um, Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. Yeah, so like I can see that as an actual line of dialogue. 100%. (laughs) So, you know, 007's like, well, how do you even know each other? Fantasy fantasy roleplay. Toretto shrugs like that explains anything. <laughs> and then M's like, get your mind out of the gutter, 007. Not that kind of fantasy roleplay. And as Bond leaves, he can hear them saying something about a dragon. Nice. So. Oh no, they've run into a dragon. No! <laughs> they must be in a high level party at this point. <laughs> oh. no. I would love to know who is playing what, and I hope we find out in this. I. I don't think that's explained. I think this needs to be expanded on. Oh no. Um. <laughs> okay, so this uh, oh, wait, chapter, no. chapter two. So. Chapter two, we find out he likes her because her sorceress, Arion, makes a hell of a kick-ass team with his barbarian. Okay, so M, yes. M is playing ah. a sorcerer, and uh, uh, Vin Diesel is playing a barbarian. Yeah, Dominic Toretto. Is Toretto is playing, playing a barbarian. barbarian. 
Does that fit with the character of Dominic Torresso? He's a real life one. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, which is yeah. why I think he'd probably it, play a rogue. How many car crashes has he survived for no fucking reason? <laughs> well, yeah, because rage gives you half damage on physical yeah. distress. Oh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh. It's We saw this in Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> you get shot in the head, but you are literally too angry oh, to yeah, die. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my god okay so this is uh, this chapter 2 called A Real Kind of Evil this is how Dom and M meet oh. or, ha- or have met <laughs> um, after the session is over one of the other players approaches him an older white dame nice suit short white hair and uh, yeah James is right he likes her because um, her sorceress makes a hell of a kick-ass team with his barbarian <laughs> nice. so this, um, I like to think of, was taking place sort of like between Fast 1 and Fast 2. You know, when they were not doing like internationally recognized bank heists, where they were knocking off fucking Arctic trucks for uh, videos and DVD players, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Hang on, let you me know, just comes up to him. Uh, that was 2003, uh, which means uh, Pierce Brosnan would have been James Bond during that time. Yes. Yes, he would have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, M rocks up. It's like, I know you steal cars, Mr. Toretto. And at the MI6, car theft is so far under our radar, it doesn't even register. Unless and until it is a means to finance something far worse than theft, like terrorism. You have connections. Find that person and stop them. So... This is the head of MI6. Instead of asking her many trained agents, yeah, associates and agents to uh, to try and stop this person uh, for them, she's asking like a low-level fucking thug, basically, who just so happens to play D&D. So the thing is, this is more realistic to how MI6 actually behave in real life. Compared- really? Yeah, because MI6 and MI5, it's more about sort of making connections and getting people to snitch rather than sort of oh. going in with a gun and shooting people. Oh, that's... So I, I can't can... decide if that's really disappointing. Unintentionally, this fic has made a more accurate portrayal of the things <laughs> M would do than the James Bond films. Oh my god. Oh, dear, like They still dear. have agents and stuff from what I've heard, but it's it is more yeah. about like kind of converting someone on the inside to snitch. Uh, I see. So, uh, unwittingly, Toretto is the ideal kind of person yes, to find out if somebody's using, you know, boosting cars to, to finance attack. Oh, wow, okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. So, this is more accurate than I actually thought it was. Yeah. That's that's incredible. I've been wondering why everyone was saying MI6, because I keep reading M16. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, it's MI6. Uh, <laughs> It's it's just clips. That's, that's a rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's also a motorway. It, it probably is. Yes. Um, Somewhere. <laughs> okay. So basically, you know, Toretto is suspicious. He's asked, you know, what do I get out of it? And this next line kind of made me laugh. <laughs> it's him doing the whole sort of like you know patriotism and um, do the voice. Save it. Saving your family and stuff. I'm not doing the voice. voice. I can't do the voice. Do the voice. (laughs) Do it. Well, for starters, less of a likelihood (laughs) that you will get randomly bombed by some homicidal lunatic, you and your family. Besides, you are a role player. That's not the dench, I can tell that much. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't. I told you I couldn't do the voice. I'm doing my best. I know. I know I'm. I'm trying to. No, it sounds just like someone else. That's mm. the problem. <laughs> I can't think who it is. Possibly Edna Mode. Either Edna Mode or like a really bad cue. Uh, yeah, do pay attention, it sounds like some sort of Marvel you know, that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, anyway, continuing. You say you are chaotic neutral, but you side with the good. <laughs> you go on quests, <laughs> adventures. You fight liches and balrogs. How would you like to fight a real kind of evil? <laughs> nice. Fucking hell. I, I want to see a film um, based on this. We'll just remake Lord of the Rings, oh. but with Dame Judi Dench as Gandalf. And... I'll just get the actors just sit there. They don't even animate any any dragons or anything. It's just still them chatting to each other. <laughs> yeah, that works. No, I, I just want to see a Fast and the Furious and James Bond crossover. Preferably before Judy Dench, you know, retires from, from doing the role. Especially uh, if yeah. it's based around D&D. Yeah, exactly. It'd be amazing. Because word is that Vin Diesel just plays D&D with everyone he's worked with at least mm. once. So, Which means which means The Rock has played D&D, which means yeah. um, Jason Statham has probably played D&D with him. Oh yeah, my God. Uh, Paul Walker. Um, I think John Cena's in those films now. Fucking ludicrous! He would have played D and D. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bloody hell! Oh dear. Claudia Black, because she was in um, the Riddick films. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Sorry, we're just getting nostalgic now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. Oh okay. Um, so chapter three, uh, called Rage, Pluck, and Luck. This is where M, tr- uh, M gets kidnapped. Or rather, there is an attempted kidnapping. Because of course they do. She is M, head of MI6, for God's sake. Uh, but, you know, the kidnappers get through a bodyguard. Uh, the other surprise is they attack her at Toretto's. One moment she's admiring oh. the cars, the next she's rolling on the dusty, oily floor out of the reach of a man trying to grab her. Damn her expensive suit, reaching for the sidearm she still carries. Oh. She draws a gun. Shoots these two peoples. She goes to shoot the third, mm-hmm. and um, she doesn't have to because, of course, Dom has stabbed him in the neck with a screwdriver. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, you know, she's there. It's like, I suppose I should thank you, Dominic. No problem. That's what you do for friends. That's what Richard would do for Aaron. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. And this is, but this is brilliant. I'm honoured. But how did you know how to take out a trained operative with a screwdriver? <laughs> I didn't. It was all courage, rage, and dumb luck. That's how we roleplayers roll. <laughs> Oh my god! I like the idea that he's a D and D player first, and yeah, and, and it, uh, an international car thief for second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic! Oh, oh my sake. god! I mean, the the thing is, um, it kind of makes me laugh. You know, how would you take out a trained operative with a screwdriver? It's I reckon if I had the strength to push a screwdriver through somebody's neck, if I took them. By surprise, I reckon I could probably do it too. So the welding but, goggles know. on his forehead—that's a Riddick thing. That's a Riddick. Yeah, thing. that's that's yes. his own. That's the only thing he wears in Riddick. So he's like tank top and then welding goggles over his head. Yeah, he's absolutely. Sensitive to night. So yeah, I, I think that was put there. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that was put there intentionally as absolutely. well. Absolutely. So yeah. Um, and yeah, we're on to the final. I was chapter. wondering if the pluck and the luck is a JoJo reference as well. But Everything's a JoJo the sword? reference at this point, Jim. So you know, 
Jonathan's sword. Oh fucking hell! Oh yeah, yeah plucks. <laughs> I never oh, quite understood God. that, but yeah. maybe it's a reference yeah. to something else I don't know about. Absolutely everything, but anyway, uh, sadly we're on to uh, we're on to the last chapter, okay. I, uh, which is called Necromancer's Keep. Okay. So um, this is where it kind of gets into all the Fast and the Furious bullshit about there being honor and thievery and family and cars and stuff like that. So it starts thus. It's an insult to his honor as a thief, really, that somebody would use stolen cars as a way to pay for mass murder. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> so it's okay to steal uh-huh. cars. It's not okay to, you know... Kill people. <laughs> kill people. Steal cars and then murder people in those cars. <laughs> yeah, God. but, you know, he understands stealing for survival, even for fun. He understands killing for self-defense or for revenge, but he doesn't understand... <laughs> Stealing to kill, or killing because you simply do not like someone. <laughs> is that not more revenge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I'm oh, worried this mission is going to end with the villain explaining to Dom the reason he's been funding this mass murder is because he's mass murdering people that wronged him in some way. Yes. It's just going to click with him and go, oh, this is revenge. Uh, and then just leave it. He's walking away, like, fair enough. I understand yeah, revenge. You're, you're free to go. Do you fancy joining my team? Yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> what happened with him and Jason Statham, wasn't it? He was getting revenge out oh, for his yeah. brothers, and then like a couple movies later, it's fucking Hobbs and Shaw team up, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> um. Okay, so this follows on from uh, chapter one, and you know he's sort of like keeping an eye on the new people in the stolen car market and, uh, you know, basically who buys large amounts of illegal explosives. And slowly a pattern emerges. And when he calls M to inform <laughs> her of what he finds, he tells her, this is the barbarian I found the necromancer's keep. That's perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to see Vin Diesel working for MI6. Yeah, I'd like but, to see this carried on. Yeah, this is something that I didn't know that I wanted, but now that I've read mm-hmm. it, I absolutely do, and my only regret is that there isn't more of it. Just a series of spies bonding over their game of Dungeons and Dragons would be fantastic. <laughs> Imagine him having to team up with other spies, and they've got their own code, but he's just talking solely yeah. in D&D terms, <laughs> and everyone's just like, mate, what? Nobody knows. <laughs> what does it mean? Nobody knows what he means, apart from M. Apart from M. And that's why he's okay. like a Super trusted right hand man advisor. So picture the scene. Vin Diesel <laughs> is fighting. I don't know. Um, Alex Trevelyan. Strong. Yeah, no, perfect. Alex Trevelyan. It's Sean Bean doing a sketchy Russian accent. They're having their punch up <laughs> on top of the Golden Knight on the satellite dish, right? Uh, on the Arecibo mm. Space Telescope. Yeah, and yeah. he's hold- he's holding Trevelyan out, and they're, they're fighting over. They're dangling each other over the edge, and. Um, out of Vin Diesel's pocket is his set of D20s fall out. Hey. And Alec just like, oh, you play. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he pulls out. Oh, a, no. And then they fall. He falls to his death at the end. And then he's like, Dom, I need you to take this. And he hands him like a folded bit of paper. And he opens it up. It's his, it's his, character it's his level 10 half-elf <laughs> druid. He's like, I need you to finish this for me. <laughs> My oh games are every my Thursday. God. You have to play for me. 
I I don't know what. And then they start crying, and he yelled, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> he may have been evil, but he played a damn good druid. <laughs> I will event. I will oh, join I... your D and D campaign in your honor. I honestly don't know what's funnier, like um, that happening, or say General Pushkin turning up, and then the fate of the free will being decided by a D and D game. <laughs> See, I thought he was going to drop the dice and because, like, the satellite dish is just a very large bowl, mm. they'd look down to see oh. what numbers you it rolled was. Look down! Natural mm. 20! You rolled a 20, <laughs> James! Ah, the dice will decide oh. this. You rolled a natural 20 and he just goes, for England, James, and he just falls to his death. Or <laughs> accepting the face of the dice. But since it's a natural 20, uh, he carries on through the bottom of yeah. the fucking radio telescope. And because he remembered to rage, he only took half damage from the fall. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Uh. Uh, you heard it here first. Alex Trevelyan, canonically a barbarian. <laughs> oh, no. He'd, he'd be oh. a... Um, he's a trickery cleric, for sure. <laughs> or a uh, warlock. Stop. Yeah, there we go. Please stop. Warlock adds up. If you have a take on what D&D character I'm going to be, Shut up. write in. Oh, this is this oh. is going to be a thing now, isn't it? As part of yeah. the fucking crack bromance episodes. No, we're going to have people writing in with just one word and it'll be a class. <laughs> yes. Um, Alec, here's why it. Alec Trevelyan is an Oathbreaker Paladin. Chapter one. <laughs> oh. Which I, I can understand so, why he would be, now I think about it. I know one person who would do that and they'd turn him into a strong independent <laughs> woman to just, just leave it. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Even I even if I'll concede fun. the main bit I enjoyed was imagining all of the weird D&D scenarios in International Spies. <laughs> I'd like to see more spies of this and though. I know. I um, I want I want to see this uh, expanded on. So okay, um, sorry. Another scenario. You know how in every James Bond film they always sit down to have a very serious game of poker or blackjack or a French variant oh, of those. Oh, like fucking Le Chiffre in yeah. Casino Royale. Le ah, I've brought my half elf paladin, and I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> join your game. And then it's just. <laughs> Bond and like the villain of the week just sort of playing Dungeons and Dragons together. <laughs> and the house is yeah. the end. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it all foreshadows okay. what their fight's gonna be like at the end. Yeah, that's it. Um, oh my and there's yeah. loads of like... weird innuendo and back talk between the characters. Like um, oh. you know, uh, Le Chiffre is stood there and Bond's like um uh, my level five paladin is making fun of your armor, and then mm-hmm. he starts bleeding from his eye like he does. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'd want that scene. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody who's good with CGI. Yeah, and, just um, voice acting. Just change the just, dice. <laughs> yeah, just 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 do that for us, please. Yeah. <laughs> Copy and he's gonna put his character sheet down. Well, I think you'll find I've got a uh, a level twenty bard. And he drops it down. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, James. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm just glad hell. I got that out of my system. And some woman in a red dress joins the table and is like, 
oh look, the fucking rogue uh, drow showed up, and she's like, how did you know? Because <laughs> you're basic, oh, my sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have basic bitch D&D players? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. They usually I, play um, warlocks. I see. <laughs> I don't know. I think edgy edgelords play rogues yeah. all the time. Is rogues or warlocks? Oh, God, isn't it? No, I think I think the warlocks are more likely to be the incels <laughs> who wanted power. If anyone listening's a warlock, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, do warlocks exist? No, sorry. If anyone plays a warlock, typically. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you're a lovely you... person in real life. Sort yourself out. But you are prob. Women are queens. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, if, if any, if there any, uh, if there is anybody out there who plays a warlock, we are eternally sorry for our comments. You can stop sobbing into your three wolf moon fleece now. <laughs> Someone I play with now plays a warlock, and they're actually quite nice. Do they Aww. do they have a three wolf moon fleece? I don't think so. So Grace, so, what have you been reading? Okay. I have been revisiting the Roomba of Doom by oh. Gate Demonic Disaster Brackets Scrap Heap Challenge. As we all hey. remember. I do remember this fic fondly. Yes, we're going back to the very cute shenanigans of I the I recall Roomba we placed Roomba it away as a palate cleanser for any time we read something that we find more disturbing than we expected. Yes, it did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gate Demonic Disaster got in touch. Just like oh, yeah. to say, nice sab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not a euphemism, it's definitely yeah, a car. Yeah, it, it, it is a car. <laughs> so I have questions about the tags, that have, which I believe may have changed since we last looked at this. Or that's where I didn't okay. pick up on this last time. There's one called The Archangel Fucking Gabriel, and... Yeah, that's a quote. Oh, I was, my, my question was, is there a comma in there? Uh, is it the, no. Is it the, Arch, the Archangel Gabriel who is fucking... Or is it the Archangel, comma, who is fucking Gabriel? No, it's... No. It's fucking... It's, it's in the same vein as Gary motherfucking Oak. Yeah, that's, that's what I was yeah. trying to ask. Is it that, <laughs> or... Gary motherfucking Oak! How did he get into this? <laughs> I just like the phrase, Gary, yeah, Gary motherfucking, motherfucking Oak. Yeah, Gary motherfucking Oak is a classic. Because that's of how we described it. people him. who have fucking mm-hmm. as their middle name. Why Gary Oak? Because <laughs> he's a badass grace. No, he's not. He's ten. Yeah, and he's cooler oh. than we'll ever be. <laughs> You'll ever be. Grace, he's cooler than... How many cheerleaders do you have on the way to work? My my company is when made you... up of cheerleaders. No, it's not. <laughs> it <absolutely laughs> just isn't. fucking ugly. <laughs> when you drive to work, how many cheerleaders are sat in the back of your car chanting your name as you are driven to work by your chauffeur because you're ten years old? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I don't need them. I've got the black eyed peas playing on my <laughs> CD. I, I think that only makes my case. Oh, good grief. True, but they, they wouldn't dare hop in my car because I drive like a lunatic. I'm too cool for the cheerleaders. No one's too cool for cheerleaders, Grace. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. Duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you right. caught up with um, Roomba of Doom. Yes. So, last time we were on it, it was we had looked at the Robot Wars mm-hmm. episode. Yes! Where... <laughs> 
the little rumor wanted to enter Robot Wars, and they made him a carbon fiber body and gave him some equipment and Crowley and Aziraphale. Oh yeah, this is a good omen. Yes, pick, by the we way, should clarify that. Aware. <laughs> Tell you what, Chris, why don't you give us a story so far? So the Roomba accidentally summoned Crowley because he was not sentient yet. Crowley's stuck in this summoning circle, can't get out until he makes a deal with mm-hmm. whoever's summoned him. So he makes him sentient, and the Roomba's just like, oh shit, you're stuck in there until you make a deal. Like, Alright, I want to go. I want to sell my my soul to the fucking devil, my little electric <laughs> mm-hmm. soul, in order to get what I want. And that's, I want to move out. I don't want to be in a house with kids. And, like, it's too messy and all that shit. And Crowley just drinks the people's whiskey, puts him under his arm, and nips yeah. off home. Excellent. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> it sort of becomes like a slice of life sitcom after that, with um, Aziraphale and Crowley living with their Rumba, whose name yeah, is co-parenting Bob. Co-parenting this Rumba. Co-parenting a Rumba Yeah. Bob. His full name, Robert. <laughs> and I'm noticing, looking at the tags, there yeah. do seem to be more robots in this now. Yes, they they adopted a neglected uh, lawnmower called oh. Lydia. <laughs> While Robert, or Bob the Roomba, is more like Crowley and he's got little demonic powers like fucking going up the wall and onto the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and teleportation and opening fucking interdimensional travel mm. and shit. Lydia can smite people. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Is she sworn to carry anyone's burdens by any chance? I I don't know. I don't oh. think so. And she is dating Bob. Oh, oh that's so nice. like they're, they're, a, they're a little it's couple. A whole extra and, uh, ship in here. It's funny. I was, I was looking through this on one of my bad days, and it was this bit where... Bob gets stuck on these scales, so and like it was based off a video where a Roomba got stuck on these scales and it looks like it's humping it. And then like Lydia comes in and he's like, Lydia, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> and she smites him. <laughs> they've just got to repair Bob. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. And they're like, oh Lydia, that's that's no way to behave, and she's sort of like none of them can speak or anything, but they just sort of look ashamed in their sort of robotic way, and it's really cute. <laughs> Honestly, that's even better to be honest. That's yeah, it's it good is. to see. Uh, it's hard to write emotion without dialogue, especially in on paper. Yeah. So ten out of ten for that. Yeah, and it's it's an inanimate object. It doesn't have a face. Like even if you're writing so on mute, you could be like their eyebrows waggled mm. or whatever. But you can't waggle eyebrows on a Roomba, can you? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Bob does. So very impressive. Bob does have googly eyes. I do remember that. He does. Oh yeah, they put googly eyes yeah. on him. He also has a little red flashy light now. Yes. And he's he's had all sorts of appliances. He's had a flamethrower attachment. He's had a saw. He's <laughs> had a knife duct taped to him. He's apprehended burglars. He's chased people out of shops. He's chased. Up. He is, uh, and he's like absolutely destroyed the house robots in fucking oh, yes. <laughs> robots. Because <laughs> his dad sort of buffed uh-huh. him up, if I remember rightly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, funny. I remember reading that. It made me insanely happy. Oh, hello. <laughs> little rumor wanted to take on Robot Wars. I just noticed. Um, <laughs> chapter thirty-four. 
untitled goose chapter. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is a goose game chapter. Oh, the goose gets everywhere. It does get everywhere. Let's have a look at this. His thing. name is Hyonkers with a silent J. Hyonkers. <laughs> He's a goose. He's the last part of the dowry I had to put together to win your hand in marriage, Angel. Carla gave a soppy grin. <laughs> <laughs> so he's giving some... Okay, I have questions here. Who is receiving the goose? Yeah. I assume heaven? <laughs> that seems bad. Yeah, I think it, I think it's Gabriel. Oh, Crowley yeah. knows I exactly what he's doing then. Unleashing a goose yes. into heaven. Oh, like, also... That's a problem. Also, quick thing about uh, all the dust Bob collects. Oh, yeah. He's got an interdimensional pocket for it. Of course. Turns out it was a lie. Turns out it all gets dumped onto Gabriel's <laughs> desk. <laughs> right above Perfect. his head. And he's constantly just like, what the fuck is all this coming from? And one day, like, he hoovers up a load of glitter and it's just like, <laughs> it's everywhere. Why is it everywhere? Why am I coming? That's nuts. the best thing ever because I can, I can remember Gabriel being really unlikable. Yeah, he he's uh, yeah he was very smart, yeah. wasn't he? Like absolutely quality acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like he was really, really fucking corporate and unlikable. Yeah, John Ham nails sort of being an asshole on TV. Yeah. <laughs> very fond of that That's actor. It. In this, he's um, going out with Beelzebub. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of on board. Yeah, with on, that. like clandestine. Yeah, that's the ship I can get behind. So, Grace, which chapters did you read? I sorry when you said the goose uh, game chapter, I decided to go off my chapter and have a look. Yeah, we can do that too. I've just got this image of heaven just being slowly destroyed by this uh, <laughs> this goose with a list. <laughs> that's uh, that's honestly the next uh, the next goose game. Goose goes to heaven. Goose omens. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered how they'd make a good season two, and now I know. Goose omens. It's, it's going to be goose omens. It's going to be about a goose. <laughs> oh. It's neither a being of heaven nor hell, only a being of spite. That's that's incredible. <laughs> I, I could go for watching that. Like, um, I was a bit unsure when they announced season two because, of course, they've ran out of source material. But um... well, there is several unfinished scripts for a, for a second book. Yeah, right, okay. That uh, Pratchett and uh, Gaiman never got round to. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's going to be based on that, but we don't know. It's early days at the time of recording. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I hope they throw that out and replace it with Crowley tries to get a goose into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> to fuck things Chaos up ensues. Yes, do that. Yeah. Dear Gaiman, if you're listening to this, just just chuck it out, mate. Oh. Put, put a goose in there. <laughs> Yeah, Neil Gaiman, um, accomplished writer and um, probably the only person who knows where Terry Pratchett wanted to go with Good Omens. He probably wanted to go with A Goose Gets Into Heaven. (laughs) So before it gets into heaven, this goose is let around uh, their apartment, so Crowley drops off the fucking demonic goose, nips back out again, see you later, love, closes door. (laughs) Hell, it like wrecks havoc on the apartment. So it's just like a little. <laughs> so there's like like a load of chapters of all this bullshit that goes on with the goose, like the causing trouble. Oh, uh, and then um, Crowley finally gets back into the apartment. 
and he comes into the bedroom and there's a number of feathers and general detritus just absolutely everywhere. And he finds Aziraphale with his wings out, Bob and Lydia all sitting in front of the ensuite door, <laughs> looking annoyed. <laughs> and like Aziraphale is fucking pissed. He's like, what happened here, Angel? Don't you angel me? <laughs> you unleash this hellion of a chaos upon this household. <laughs> Oh, I love you, okay. Are those your feathers? Mine and Honkers both. We had a different opinion. <laughs> on opinion. On whether he'd submit to being in the uh, bathroom or not. On whether he... <laughs> he was very much of the opinion of not whilst I was strongly in favour of get your feathery honky dearie air. In this instance, I'll smart you. You win. Only after the beast pecked several <laughs> white feathers out as well. Oh. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, honkers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, he's. Oh, um, Crowley does his, his whole, like, um, plant thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He starts hissing at the goose, and the honkers took one look at the demon and moved so fast he almost teleported into the crate. <laughs> My god, so of all the people to tame this goose, it took the demon mm. Crowley. Because that goose wouldn't have done shit to anyone yeah. else. Like, God like, himself could have, herself whatever, mate, could have jog come down on. and that goose would not have budged. Yeah, but since, since it's no. Crowley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gabriel tapped at his phone screen with a silly little smile on his face, texting back and forth with Beelzebub. And he felt something tickle his hair. Oh. <laughs> he reached to grab it. Oh, it was a white feather. Bear in mind everything's being poured mm-hmm. onto his head by the rumour. <laughs> oh no, not again. So I'm assuming that goose is coming. He thinks he thinks he's molting at first. <laughs> he's like, feathers just keep coming out of nowhere. Am I molting? Are you also molting plant matter? Apparently. Oh, we've got Crowley written all over it. You think so? I'll put my money on it. Oh, <laughs> Oh, fuck's sake. Oh, this, um, <laughs> yeah, I never got a chance to continue reading this fic, but I really wish I had. Yeah. It, there's a lot to read, to be fair. Yeah. There's a lot of it. It's all very it is cute all very and good. very yeah. well written. And if you've read all of that, you'll be pleased to know that others have also done fanfics of this fanfic. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Indeed. So if you're wondering what happened to the family <laughs> the, the Roomba left behind, you can go to Who Steals a Roomba by Cyphigal90. If if you want a course on uh like uh, an autobiography on how to raise your your de- your demon appliances <laughs> You can go to How to Effectively Co-Parent Your Sentient Appliances by Anthony J. Crowley and A.Z. Fell by Gay Demonic Disaster. Oh, that's a fake by the same author. Yeah. It is. I don't know why I thought it was someone else. but I mean, it, it is oh, by no, someone else. It it's by Anthony J. Crowley and A.Z. Fell. Ah, yes. That, that's... <laughs> That's why I read it wrong because I forgot these were characters in the fucking. I was trying show. to save you there, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> we just oh my god, I forget they have human names. I'm just used to one being called mm. Crowley and another one called Aziraphale. Ugh. I was like, who the fuck's Az Fell? 
He sounds rad. <laughs> he is rad. He is rad. He is just... pretty rad. He is rad. No, this looks good. This looks like an interview. Bob and Lydia wedding prep by Elwist. The Bentley wedding day. Elwist again. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. Yeah. Roomba Cat Narnia edition. What? Again by Elvis. Oh my god. The How Trinity did Bob get into Narnia? Love, need, listen, hate. My god. Yeah, oh, there's loads. Okay, click on loads. the Roomba. You'll enjoy click it. Click on Roomba Cat. There's art. Roomba Cat. Oh. In fact, it's just art, in fact. <laughs> it's just Aslan riding around yeah. on Bob. <laughs> I love you just scroll you got Aslan looking dignified. You scroll down and down. He's just riding the Roomba with the googly yeah, he's eyes. Just sat on the Roomba. I can see the yeah. googly eyes. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my god. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, because at one point uh Bob is just like <laughs> they they say, Oh, Crowley, come here, I think there's a problem or oh Xerophel is a problem and and you see, like, Bob scooting away kind of guiltily, and they go, look in the wardrobe. <laughs> and they get to the back, and he's made Narnia oh. appear, and he's like, you're in so much trouble, don't you dare do that again. <laughs> that makes sense. The best. Mm. <laughs> have Have either of you heard of um, a game called Journey to... I've forgotten the star or planet or whatever it's called. Uh, it's a do- I think it's a Doctor Journey to the Savage Planet? No, it's similar, but it's not. Journey to the West? Journey of the Sorcerer. Sagatorius? No. Journey of the Sorcerer? No. Actually, no, that's the theme tune to the Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. I'll find it, lads. Hang on. <laughs> Journey to Sagittarius A. Uh, no. Journey to Alpha Centauri in yes, real I've time. Heard that. Yep. Yes. So Crowley has this computer in his house, this really old computer, oh, no. and he's got it on autopilot because apparently this game takes three thousand years to play. Yeah, it's it's one to one scale. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I think I have heard of that. To be fair, mm-hmm. yeah. And as he's immortal, he's like, I'm going to be the only player who can technically do this. So he leaves the computer running. <laughs> and he goes, so how long are you going to be running that computer? Yeah. 4,998. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it skips to the future. And he's like, Angel, Angel, get in here. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it flashes, welcome to Alpha Centauri. Now go home. And then it flashes out and that's all that happens He's like, oh, you oh it. it's you better not do this the next it's time. just intergalactic desert bus isn't it yeah yeah it is yeah yeah incidentally it is now freeware you can download that game what desert bus no journey to alpha centauri oh okay yeah if you've got a if you've got a spectrum emulator and three thousand three thousand yes i mean you can you can mess with the clock that's cheating james yeah that is cheating oh well, ex- Don't speedrun journey to Alpha Centauri. <laughs> I'm going to no-clip my way through the galactic barrier. Um, there's a point. Like, um, Could you, in theory, like hand it down from generation to generation? Yeah. I mean, you know. you'd have to... I mean, um, yeah. You'd have to keep the computer running the whole time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But ultimately... Was there no save function? I doubt it. It's the it's a it's a spectrum. Oh, bloody hell! But I don't know. I'd never played it. 
You will be shocked to hear. <laughs> it sounds like the sort of thing you'd pick up and then drop again. It fucking does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I find this game relaxing. It's like nothing happens I mean... in it, James. It's so relaxing. <laughs> you say that. I do. <laughs> I can't hear you over how relaxing it is, and then you get bored. When I mean, you say that, I do play Elite Dangerous from time to time, which is just trucking in space. Yeah. So, Grace, is there anything else you want to talk about with Rumor of Doom? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. There's a Christmas chapter. Uh, there are many, many chapters. There's Christmas chapters. There's wedding chapters. There's introducing your appliances chapters. Like, there's a lot going on, and it's still ongoing, I think. From what I've seen, it looks mm. like it's still That's ongoing. That's the impression I get. Um, sorry, I opened the Christmas one. I I just have to uh, read the first line. It was quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> Gabriel looked around nervously. The goose alarm hadn't gone off for a day and a half, and he was getting nervous. Everyone was. <laughs> oh, the angelic host was on edge, flinching alarm. at every shadow. The heavenly choirs had been they practicing for Christmas. Alarm. But, <laughs> yeah. Goose. Goose <laughs> alarm. <laughs> it has been three days since the goose. This is a goose-related incident. <laughs> nice. Oh dear. Mm. Oh, they haven't eaten him, have no, they? No, they haven't eaten him. Good. They're angels. They're probably all vegetarian. Yeah. Exactly. But they don't eat anything. They looked down on Aziraphel for consuming food. Yeah. That's true. Because that was a weird thing for him to be doing as an angel. In their eyes. Yeah. Especially if you don't need to eat. Yeah. But he enjoys eating. Actually, I'll say one thing about this fic. Is that the first time I've spotted Crowley eating in anything. Oh. Yeah, he's normally yeah. just a whiner. Wino, isn't he? As, yeah, just wine. <laughs> as, a, as a gift, he was like, oh, I know you like these. And he was given, like, oh, these, I love these spicy biscuits. And uh, there's, like, flames popping out of his mouth and he eats them. And the was like, Biscuits, those are fucking ceremonial wafers. And he's like, oh yeah, they're so nice. <laughs> Wait, he likes so, them. Surely that burns him. Yeah, the burning the inside of. It's not his holy mouth. water, oh, so that's what it's, he means it's by okay. Spicy biscuit. It's... Oh, okay. Uh, I see. It's a little dingle. I mean, there's nothing too ceremonial wafers if anyway. You're a demon, like... they'd be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, they're so boring. Like they they sh- they stopped doing bread because like that was too costly. And they were giving too much to the poor. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I mean, it used to be actual bread. I don't know why they changed it to to something that's smaller than quavers, but maybe Mary Antoinette oh. said they should try something else. I don't. I think this was a very recent thing because, like, oh, okay, there were there wasn't as much poverty when they changed, and so they're just like, yeah, no one really relies on a bit of bread. We can give them something that looks give cool now. Vickies. So they went with little little halo-shaped discs of bread. I wish they'd gone with custard creams. Yeah. They give the kids Ribena. Oh, well. And you still get a bit of, like, wine. That's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. Could do with some custard creams, though. I mean, you've got to share a cup with absolutely everyone else, which is a bit gross. Oh, yeah, that's that could be a problem, especially in these trying times. I mean, not only that, but like all the time there's always someone with a... With a mouth ulcer, and then the whole fucking church mm. gets it, you know what I mean? That's true. Okay. 
but yeah, you've enjoyed rereading uh, The Rumber of Doom. Yeah, I am actually. Mm. Uh, I can't think of anything else to say other than read it for yourself because it'll be far yeah. more enjoyable than me spouting on about it. Take a uh, while to read it as well. There's a lot here. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. 110,000 words. It will keep you busy, but you mm. will enjoy it. No regrets. Very fluffy. Reading fan no. fiction. Yes. It's it's been good. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you to not only the authors with Why do none of us sound that convinced? <laughs> we should put more effort yeah. in. Yeah, we should, Grace. <laughs> oh. Well, I wasn't the only one who went into dead silence. Everyone went quiet. We didn't know how to react because it was so cringy. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay. But yeah, um Yeah, I've lost my train. Okay, Grace. Your your turn. How are we ending this? If you want to talk about how we should end this, write in and say how we should end it. <laughs> At. There you are. That's en- ending. Go fuck yourself. Where should they write to, Grace? Huh? Where should they write to, Grace? I don't know. Where should they write you to, You tell Grace? me. You're the one who said it. <laughs> I think they should write in the Sonic. <laughs> 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 and that someone is at the uh, fanshipping forecast at gmail.com specifically James it's only me that checks the inbox it's only you yeah. who has access to it I gave you the password did you? yes <laughs> I've blanked it from oh, my oops. mind so many times like all my own passwords <laughs> I'll send you guys the passwords again sometime <laughs> oh you don't have to <laughs> Oh, really? don't go to the trouble. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, thank you to the authors, both the authors we've covered today, and frankly, every author we've had the pleasure of reading from over this series. Join us next year when we'll be doing some more things. Yep, more of the same, but possibly different. It'll probably be pretty yep, much the same, though. Like we've we've got this format down at this point. Well, yeah, so we like to think. Yeah, maybe we'll tweak it. We'll see. Woof. I hope I get smashed, knock my head, and come back with a new personality and a better accent. <laughs> That'd be far more interesting. Like, you replaced Grace? No, she's. I'm going to hold you to coming back with a got new issues. accent. <laughs> How am I going to get a new accent without, like, a really good case You've of brain damage? You've got a month damage? to listen to some tapes of Sean Connery. <laughs> Uh, does it have yes. to be Sean Connery? Yes, it does. Why? Because I think that would be an entertaining uh, conversation starter. Yeah, but you can already do that. Not very well, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, it's come, fine. Only come Sean Connery back can be with... Sean Connery. Okay. You've seen bits of Highlander, right? Uh, why do you want me to do a Scottish accent or Scottish no, come American? I don't want you. To, I don't want you to have a Scottish accent. I want you to have the accent of Connor McLeod, who is played by a Frenchman oh. who is trying his best to do a Scottish accent. Yeah, having only learned uh. English just for the film. Yeah, I want you to have that <laughs> accent, which is meant to be Scottish but is very French. No, <laughs> oh, please. I think why? it'd be entertaining. Uh. Well. While Grace gets tucked into uh, working on that... Uh, You'll be lucky if I show up next shit. year. <laughs> Please come back. I can't guarantee how much wine I'll have. Well, while Grace is getting so drunk she has a new accent, 
I hope everyone listening enjoys their holidays. We'll be back. It, it'll only be a few weeks away at this point by the time we return. Um, yeah, you'll have to wait long before your uh, bi-weekly dose of the shipping forecast. Mm-hmm. Your friendly forecasters. We really need a fourth host, so we can call it the forecasters with like the a forecasters. with a U. I think that would be good. I mean, we've got a yeah. Cat Peppa's the fourth host. Doesn't really pull away. Makes... The th- three casters. Fine. Okay. Over Christmas, I'm gonna buy. Try casters. I'm gonna buy a lapel mic for Peppa. And okay. So she can be plugged in too. And I'll just clip it to her fur, mm. and she can just. I mean, be if like, she's ah! if she's asleep and purring, like you just leave the microphone by her. Or you clip it to her collar. Okay. I'll clip it to her tail and you can hear how much <laughs> gas she fucking puts out when she wants. I don't think that would make a good podcast. No, but it definitely let me know when to clear the room. <laughs> Very true. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Join us soon. Uh, we're going to have a listener survey out soon. It may already be out. Uh fill that in if you're so inclined it'll help us improve the show and yeah see you next year our youtube set our youtube account is now fully up to date with all our episodes from the last two years if you prefer to listen that way and yeah i'm gonna try and keep it updated concurrently for season three and so there'll be no escape so you could not escape us if you tried (laughs) yes by God, we have you everywhere. tried? We are everywhere God and nowhere. Open that curtain behind you. We're there. No. <laughs> Look in your wardrobe. It's us. No. Check under the bed. <laughs> no, we're not in the wardrobe. We're not there either. <laughs> Check <laughs> under the bed. We're probably. I don't know. I'm getting carried away. This is too much overtime. Yeah, you're right. That's a. I can't be everywhere and do all this shit. <laughs> yeah, Grace already has to deliver presents this time of year. I got bills. <laughs> really? Yeah, what? Grace has to fit down everyone's chimney and deliver them either coal if they're good or a punch in the face if they're bad. What? I kind of assume that's how you roll. <laughs> I-, I don't really break into other people's houses. Not even slipping down the chimney? Squeezing down no. the chimney. Why? Who the fuck do you- I can fit down a chimney. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. You do it every year. For every I'm house scrawny. in the world. Who are you getting me mixed up with? The Easter Bunny. All right, because you're you're the fat man with the beard. Good so point. I mean, I can't fit down yep. the chimney though. <laughs> okay. So where is, is this no, going? No, where the fuck it. is this going? Is there a joke going on here? Because I'm just confused. Never mind. Um. Yeah. Great. Thanks so, for listening. Yeah, Grace's Father Christmas. No, Jim's Father Christmas. Grace is the Easter Bunny. What do I deliver? <sighs> you probably just shut down the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> I bring the pain. <laughs> Nick, you bring Nick the pat. The pain. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh. Have a good Christmas, everyone. Yep, it's been fun. Yeah. And we'll see you all again next year. Exactly. Good night. Good night. <laughs>